Welcome to The Abandoned Carousel, the show where I take a deep dive into the stories of the most interesting abandoned and defunct theme parks and amusements in the world. This week, we're back to Canada and back for another round of water parks. Summer's almost over, guys, and the kids are almost back to school. Let's enjoy the dog days of summer with another tale of an abandoned water park. This is the story of Skinner's Wet n' Wild in Manitoba. This week, we're back in Canada again, and we're talking about another water park. Yep, this week we're talking about Skinner's Wet n' Wild, located in Lockport, Manitoba. This is a small town near Winnipeg. For Americans, go to Fargo, North Dakota, and then drive north for four more hours. In 1984, the Rural Tourism Industry Incentive Program of Destination Manitoba offered a grant. This was $150,000 to help fund the development of a major water park in Lockport. This assistance was part of a grant program designed to expand and promote the Manitoba tourism industry, partially funded by both federal and provincial state governments. The owner group for this new park included Al Thompson of the Skinner's restaurant chain and Wayne and Dave Babick. Please forgive me if I mispronounce this. The Babick brothers played hockey in the NHL, Wayne in the late 70s through the late 80s, and Dave from 1980 to 1999. Together, this owner group built Skinner's Wet n' Wild, a water park in Lockport, Manitoba. Quote, this is one of those landmarks that pretty much everyone in Winnipeg and Lockport knows about, end quote, says blogger The Silent Road. The park's predominant feature was the large four-slide complex right in the middle of the park. It was seven stories tall, and the slides were reportedly each 425 feet long. You climbed up the stairs, one single set of stairs for all four slides, and then you could pick from which slide you'd like to go down. Skinner's Wet n' Wild officially opened in 1984, and it became the second largest water park in Manitoba. Aside from the slides, the park also featured baseball, mini golf, bumper cars, golf course, and batting cages. In looking at the pictures of the park, the snack building is one of my favorites because it promoted both nachos and mini donuts on the same sign. Any place that can promote both nachos and mini donuts at the same time is most triumphant to me. You cannot go wrong if that's what you're offering. Reportedly, the park saw about 1,200 tourists on an average weekend. But, unfortunately, that was not really considered to be as significant a tourist draw as had been originally hoped. Ultimately, Skinner's Wet n' Wild had a fairly nondescript operational lifetime. And to be honest, it's really been more interesting in its abandoned state than it was in its operational years. It was the local place of choice for school patrol weekends, day trips, and other small outings. Online, people mostly remember the park fondly, if vaguely, with good times being a very common refrain. Other common refrains remembering the park, however, are to the effect of the small size of the park, the poor functionality of the slides, and that common water park refrain of undesirable things being found in the water. 
A former visitor online opines, quote, I believe the issue was lack of maintenance, and the slides got so worn down it was too expensive to fix them. The last few years, they would scratch the shit out of you going down. I'd miss that place. It was fun. End quote. In the early 2000s, several summers were unseasonably cool. This kept attendance numbers low, severely hurting income. Quote, we were closed 16 days in August last year. End quote. The owner remembers. Quote, hard to stay in business when you can only be open for two to three weeks max during the summer. End quote. Comments one former visitor online. Now, that might be a little bit of an extreme comment, but please remember this is Manitoba, and if we are four hours north of Fargo, this is a cold place. It is Canada. Quote, our expenses keep going up. Taxes and insurance were big factors. End quote. Says owner Al Thompson in an interview with the Winnipeg Free Press at the time. Liability insurance for an attraction of this type was costly and increasing, as were the expenses related to maintaining the slide structure after two decades of harsh Manitoba winters. And we can see from previous commenters that this was a significant factor, as many people remember being scratched up by the slides, having swimsuits caught on them, etc. And competition with other local attractions, including the local Grand Beach and Victoria Beach was also fierce. And, of course, there was another water park. It was called Fun Mountain, it was closer to Winnipeg, and it opened around the same time as Skinner's Wet n' Wild. Quote, Maybe it's worth noting that in my experience, the park sucked when it was still open. Overcrowded, and there was only the one staircase to several slides. Apparently, that's why it was shut down, because it was a safety hazard. End quote remembers one visitor online. Skinner's Wet n' Wild closed in 2005. Thompson sold the park in 2007 to a developer group called Santa Fe Developments. They were reportedly only interested in the land and not the water park as a business. It was reported that they were planning a housing development, but no work proceeded at the time. And internet rumors suggest that the next decades worth of delays with the project involved struggles with the city, primarily over utility connections. Unsurprisingly, the site became a haven for teenagers and urban explorers. Vandalism also became a concern, with a gazebo being set on fire in 2017. Anecdotally, the park had lax security even when it was operational, leading teens and young adults to spend the evenings casually trespassing even at the operational park. Reportedly, during at least one Halloween in the abandoned years, people dressed up and used part of the park for spooks. As the years rolled on into the 20-teens, government officials began to express public concern about the safety of the park and the slide structure specifically. In 2015 and 2017, there were, there were multiple interviews with the CBC describing safety concerns with the massive seven-story slide structure. By this point, it was missing steps, it was missing segments of the slide after suffering through the decades of the harsh winters. At some point, missing slide segments led to 30-foot drops straight down. Still, the park remained popular with urban explorers and amateur photographers and professional photographers because of this beautiful central slide structure. Finally, reports surfaced of construction vehicles on site in 2017 after years of governmental concerns for safety. Quote, 
We're sad to see it go because we've had a lot of years of fun times, but it's nice to see the next step, end quote, said Skinner's owner, Brenda Thompson, the wife of Al Thompson. Reportedly, by the time the slides were to be demolished, they would shake in the wind. And as I mentioned before, a number of the pieces of the slide had simply cracked and fallen off. This left 30-foot drops to the ground in different places. Sometime after October of 2017, the massive slide structure was finally demolished. Interestingly, at least a few sections of the slides still live on, sold to private buyers for personal use. Of course, beyond urban exploration and small-scale photography, there were other media appearances for this water park in its abandoned stage. Netflix's How It Ends was filmed on location at the site, featuring the slides shortly before they were demolished. Additional media filmed at the site includes an independent film called The Goose and the 2011 horror film Father's Day. The plan is still reportedly for the site to become a residential housing development, or at least that was the plan at one time. Other information I've read about this place indicates that the municipality has refused the idea of housing developments, townhouses, or condos, and that the land should be public green space. As always, only time can truly tell. The Skinner's restaurant, sitting in front of the park, is still there and still open. Oh, did I not get into that? All right. Let's step back. The park was called Skinner's Wet n' Wild after the Skinner's restaurant that was immediately adjacent to the water park and that had been there for a very long time. Remember, the Thompsons were partial owners of the park and are still owners of the restaurant. Skinner's is reportedly the oldest continually operating hot dog stand in Canada. The shop opened as a small stand in Lockport in 1929, where storekeeper Jim Skinner sold hot dogs for 10 cents and fries for 5 cents. This was the middle of the Depression, and opening a store in the middle of the Depression was a challenging act, but it proved to be a smart one given the store's track record and that it's still open. The location of the Skinners by the former water park is the quote-unquote new one, new since 1946 at least. Pictures online show black and white checked floors, red seats, and plenty of slick chrome details. Quote, growing up in the St. Andrews Lockport area, I remember when they built Skinner's Wet n' Wild Water Park. Hell, who hasn't worked at Skinner's a summer or two? I hated having ice cream duty. Hard ice cream, the worst. Having to stick your arm in gooey buckets all day trying to get that perfect scoop. But it was almost like a rite of passage having to put your time in at the legendary Skinner's restaurant. End quote. And that's the story of Skinner's, the restaurant that still sits in front of the former site of Skinner's Wet n' Wild Water Park. was interesting to look at Skinner's Wet n' Wild after we talked about Lake Dolores as a nice little compare and contrast exercise. Both parks closed for good around the same time, 2004-2005, yet the condition of Lake Dolores is absolutely beyond the pale in regards to damage, scrapping, and graffiti. At Skinner's Wet n' Wild, there's some graffiti, yes, but not too much. Only a little scrapping. Very few smashed toilets. Windows still had glass in them, for goodness sakes. Is it just the cultural difference between Canadians and Americans? Should I make a joke here about how Canadian graffiti artists must write sorry at the end of each tag? And it's interesting that Wet n Wild was demolished in 2017, while Lake Dolores still remains standing and smashed at the time of this recording in 2019. 
but still a similarity between the sites, is the opinion of the visitors that they were often both too far from major city centers. Of course, as we talked about last week, Lake Dolores was a solid two hours from both Los Angeles and Las Vegas. Lockport, the home of Skinner's Wet n Wild, is a small town about 30 minutes from the major city of Winnipeg in Manitoba. That's far enough to be inconvenient for things like school field trips and summer camps, particularly when a larger water park with more features existed just five minutes from Winnipeg. And, as people often point out, if you're going to go that far for a water park, maybe you make a day trip out of it and drive the 10 hours down to Noah's Ark in the Wisconsin Dells. Skinner's Wet n Wild was further away from the big city compared to the other local park, and it had fewer amenities than that park. Given the competition and the short summers, it maybe is not surprising how things turned out. And yes, that larger water park, Fun Mountain, is still open. No matter what, though, folks, of course, have strong memories about Skinner's Wet n Wild. Imagine the spooky thrill of seeing a shadowy green slide structure backlit by city lights at night, surrounded by inky darkness as you search for the perfect photo. Imagine, too, a bright sunny day, the chill of a wet swimsuit as you climb the stairs high into the air, catching a warm breeze off the prairie, and then the whoosh of the chlorinated water as you slip slide down into a big splash, chasing those last glimmering days of summer. A former visitor online sums it up perfectly. Quote, It is strange being old enough to remember places like this opening brand new. And seeing them dying like this 30 years later is evidence that what was fun and adventurous to us in our youth has become irrelevant today. End quote. Thanks for listening to this week's episode of The Abandoned Carousel, where I talked about Skinner's Wet n' Wild in Manitoba, Canada. Thanks to Holly P. for providing the inspiration for this episode. Hi, hi, Holly. I have a complete set of show notes, as well as video and audio versions of each episode on my website. For this episode, direct your browsers to theabandonedcarousel.com backslash 17. If you enjoyed the show, please subscribe and remember to tell a friend. I'd love to hear your stories about Skinner's Wet n Wild or anywhere else you'd like me to talk about. You can find me across social media as The Abandoned Carousel. On Twitter, I'm at Carousel Abandoned. I'll be back soon with another great episode, so I'll see you then. As Lucy Maud Montgomery once said, nothing is ever really lost to us as long as we remember it. Remember it.